Thank you for joining me for another episode of Empower Apps. I'm your host, Leo Dean. Today, I am joined by Daniela Vrozan. Daniela, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. It's uh, great to be here. Yeah. So before we get it, begin, I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Daniela Vrozan. I'm an iOS developer. I currently work uh, at Valis Interactive. And uh, I write articles for uh, Reinventalich. And I also recently started my own personal blog where I uh, write some things that I've learned and share with uh, with the rest of um, the folks. Yeah, and we're right before the recording, we we're just talking about conferences and stuff. And you recently came back from WWDC. Well, you went to WWDC this year. Well, now, well, you'll I'll let you explain exactly what what you did. Yeah, I was one of the of the few uh, folks that went there without a ticket. I wasn't lucky enough to get a ticket this year. Quite honestly, this is the first year that I applied also. So um, better luck uh, next next in the upcoming years. So I went there without a ticket. Uh, there were so many events. Uh, you know, uh, the folks from Myself Happy Hour also organized uh, us watching the keynotes uh, in a theater. So <laughs> a lot of people actually were like um, jealous because we were inside in an air-conditioned uh, theater on reclined seats, eating popcorn, watching keynote. This is very nice. <laughs> right, how was the weather? I was just kind of, was Cupertino not like comfortable? I don't know. I Did you know anybody that actually went to the, the, the event at Cupertino where the devs got to view it? Yeah, it, it was hot. It was uh, 30 degrees Celsius. It was, we were boiling outside. It was crazy. <laughs> so because the, the keynote and well, the entire event uh, at the Apple Park was happening outside and there was no shade from the sun and everybody, when I met them the other day, they were all burned. And <laughs> That's something you think about when you go to a developer event. Yeah. So you met. You met up with quite a few folks, it sounds like, at the event. Not only folks at iOS Dev Happy Hour, but folks who had actually gone to the event, correct? Yeah, I met so many people. It's, it's hard to, like, sing, sing, sing. Uh, so many people that I've known for years on Twitter, and I finally met them in person. And it was funny because we were all looking at each other, like, you know, the, the name, the handle, and that small Twitter image, and we are looking... Wait, wait, wait. I think I know you. I think I know you. And then you don't remember. Oh, you're, you're that person. <laughs> oh, I remember when he had hair. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> Some people refer to me. They're like, wait, wait, I know you. You're that Croatian girl, but I forgot your name. That's <laughs> funny. So kind of piggybacking off of what we're going to talk about today, like, did you see a lot of benefit to like meeting these people in person and being able to like, like, as opposed to just doing it online, kind of through Twitter. You know what I mean? Was there benefits to that? Yeah, uh, I guess it's the same thing at, at conference, conferences or any other uh, in, event. It's nice uh, online. You talk with people, you're communicating through, through text. But when you actually with those people in person and you can talk to them and seeing them and... It's different, you know, when, when you talk with somebody, uh, when you're looking at them, uh, other than just typing, uh, the, 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 that person's person, uh, personality comes out. You actually get get to know them. It's it's. I, I think it's really, really nice to, to go and meet people in person. Uh, I, I was 
I was blown away. Everybody, like, uh, when I came back home from that event and meeting so many cool people, this person's doing this, uh, so many blogs, uh, apps. Uh, I felt, like, so inspired. I want to I wanna do this, I want to do that. Like, I can do anything. Just throw it at me. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I've met a lot of people through conferences pre-2020, and I'm excited to be traveling to my first conference next month at 360 iDev. And, like, meeting people in person, there's something to that because, like, with a lot of people, they can be like fake online or they're limited to the one. It was like 280 characters. I don't even know anymore. How many characters is Twitter? Is it 280? I don't know. Anyways. That was just exact. <laughs> right. And oh, yeah. So, and there's a lot of like marketing to, to your presence online, right? It's not just like your natural self. It's like you want to present yourself in such a way. Um, that it's easier for people to to gravitate towards it in, in a good way. But like going to a conference and actually meeting people, there's like more of that spontaneous meeting up with folks and like being able to just get to know people and like what what they're actually thinking and working about. And one of the things you you mentioned here in the notes is like also is there's benefits to getting to know people in your team and 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 your company, right? I mean, that's what I'm getting at, I guess, awkwardly. Yeah, that that that's correct. I mean, uh, especially for example, in my current company, we are a team split across two countries, uh, in different time zones, uh, six hours. Uh, we have only two three hours of overlap, so it's also hard uh, to meet people, especially when you work uh, remotely. So it's nice nice to meet to get to know people in your team. Uh, I love to schedule coffee chats uh, with people. So that's what I did at this company. And uh, a lot of people were like, oh, wait, we have a coffee chat. What do we do? <laughs> I was like, you know, just just all get to know each other. Like, what do you do outside the world? What makes you happy? What makes you sad? I don't know. You know, just reaching out to people, getting to know them in your team. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice to get to know people. I, I like that idea, too. Just like, do you schedule it on a regular basis? Or are you like getting on the chat around Slack or Teams or whatever and being like, hey, let's schedule a coffee chat tomorrow or Thursday or whatever. Yeah, I started uh, pretty much booking uh, events in people's calendars uh, two times a week for half an hour. Uh, I had a list of, of people on my team that I wanted to meet first and then uh, I'm slowly starting to meeting other uh, like Android members and then other managers, other people in the company who I may not be working directly uh, just just to know who does what, who can I reach if I need any help. Uh, it's good to know other people. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I like how you talk about like how you make that list um, and reach out to folks. I guess like one other thing is I just thinking about in these coffee chats is like sometimes things may come up that they need help with or you need help with. And like being able to like just bringing that up in casual conversation and building that relationship. I think it's, it's super important. Are there other benefits that you can think about when it comes to these coffee chats? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, there's, there's one quote that, that I really like, and I think it's really nice into this thing. Uh, it's something around people don't get promoted for doing their job really well. Uh, they get promoted by demonstrating their potential to do more. So we are developers and we write code, but we, we are more, more than the code we write, right? It's just not about anyone can write code, but like knowing other people and doing other things uh, outside of just writing code, it's, it's also what, what, what counts. Uh, so that's definitely a benefit uh, that I see there. 
Hey folks, it's that time of the year again. Conferences are starting up. We already just had the announcement for WWDC. But there's one developer conference I have talked about. This is probably the third year. And that's 360 iDev. It's a fantastic conference that you should definitely check out. It's had guests that we've had on the show, like Joe Chaplinski, Ben Chatelaine. We've even had the organizer, John Wilker, on the show just talking about conferences and and how they've gone uh, last year. It's a really good conference. I'm planning on going in person, regardless of whether I speak or not. And you should you should definitely do it too. They do have a remote option as well. And if you use the code EmpowerApps, then you will get 20% off. So I highly recommend taking this opportunity right now. Go to 360iDev, get a ticket for the show as soon as you can, and get 20% off. It's in Denver or remote. It's up to you, whatever you want to do. There's going to be a great set of guests. I can guarantee that we've had some of those guests on folks like Ariel Michelli from App Figures and folks like Joe Chaplinski, Ben Chatelaine and more. So take some time, go to 360 iDev and I am really looking forward. Let me know if you are going because I am really looking forward to seeing you there. Thanks. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's, that's a really good good point. Going back to meeting with other iOS developers, um, one of the things you mentioned was like networking with people in the community. What are like some great ways to meet people in the community besides, well, I guess we covered the first one, the big one, conferences, right? That's one way of doing it. How, how do you find the conferences that you want to go to? Uh I just, I, I don't know if there's like a great resource out there that has a list of all the conferences. Uh, I, I'd love that. <laughs> uh, I, some of the conferences I've never heard about and just like recently, oh, there's a conference in, I don't know, like French kid in Paris. Uh, but I guess it's also hard. With, we've had two years uh, without conferences. Yeah, or at least in-person conferences. Yeah. So just, I find Twitter a good resource. Uh, sometimes I find people like, uh, tweeting, oh, there's this great conference, and I check it out, and then I, I made a list uh, myself of, of the conferences. And there, there are actually quite, quite a lot of conferences uh, out there. Yeah, there's. I know there's an iOS conferences site somewhere, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes for sure. Yeah, I use like Paper Call to like look up conferences I want to submit papers to, or yeah, just follow the right people on Twitter. Um, who'll mention conferences. I was trying to think what else. Well, I mean, it gets to the other thing I was going to say. So Twitter obviously is a great way to find folks and just kind of like, hopefully like the people you find, but that network kind of grows and people are retweeting and sharing other resources. Do you have any tips on like networking and meeting up with people on Twitter? You know, you can, you can, you can be on Twitter without like really interacting with people, but, but to really like get, get, get into Twitter and to, to meet people on Twitter, you kind of have to interact with people. And sometimes somebody, you know, send me a message asking me something. And then I start talking with that person and get to know uh, them better. Or I have a question for somebody and then find someone on Twitter, ask them. And that's how you get, get to meet people. Um, and also, you, when you meet somebody in conferences and you, you add them on Twitter, then you start interacting even more. So just, I guess, you know, interact yeah. with people. Uh, don't, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions when you need. And find out 
this community we have uh, as development community on Twitter we have is like very very helpful very nice uh, everybody is super super happy to help you with anything you need uh, and I, I love that I was going to ask you something. Have you tried the new community feature in Twitter? Do you know what I'm talking about? I haven't. Okay. No, not really. I haven't either. Like, I've tried it a little bit, but it seems like it's a it's a good way to meet other... It seems like it's a more novice group, which isn't bad necessarily, but just, like, it seems that it's folks who are more looking for help. And I think that's... But something else that folks can do, especially those of us that are more senior, is like helping out others as a way to like help the community and meet meet people because today's today's novice developer might be tomorrow's mentor, right? I think is a really important thing is not just look at it as like a way to get help, but also to to help others as well um, in the community and get your get your name out that way. The other thing I was just gonna mention is like Slack and Discord, like there's plenty of those out there for iOS developers. I'll have a link to hopefully some of those. And I don't know if you have any recommendations with those clients. Do you use, do you use Slack or Discord for that stuff? I use both. Uh, I used to use uh, Discord for gaming mostly. And then uh, Ray Vanderlei actually has, has, has a chat um, on Discord. I think that is the only uh, only only channel that I'm there, and I think my Slack has like ten ten uh, ten rooms, so I I'm too many <laughs> chats. It's yeah. so hard to keep keep up with what's happening on each one of them, but th- there are some great ones there. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think just just be polite when you DM people, both on Twitter or Slack or Discord, and like people don't owe you anything. Don't don't go into it thinking you're going to get something out of it. Like with that attitude, try to, try to be helpful too, to others. Yeah. And by, by being helpful and helpful others, you will surely get noticed more than by just like requesting other people and demanding them to help you. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. What else do you want to talk about when it comes to networking? Well, apart from conferences, uh, Twitter, uh, Slack, there are also like local meetups that it's, it's, you can attend, even though those have been stopped uh, during COVID. Uh, I, I, I wish, like I'm seeing a meetup here in Toronto, in Canada, and I just can't find one that is happening in person, but it's also COVID and uh, people are, are still a little bit reluctant to meet in person, especially here in Canada. Like we've been locked down for two years. It's, it's been crazy here. <laughs> So we were hoping for everything to be, yeah. Right, right. I think, like, 2019 was when I went to the Toronto conference. And, like, that was one of the last conferences I went to. And, like, yeah, we haven't... I have spoken at a few local meetups, but, like, remotely, um, because they're usually on the other side of the world. Um, But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely those opportunities, too, to, like, meet up no matter where you are in different local conferences and, and and meetups and cocoa heads. So that's an opportunity too. One of the things you mentioned here is writing documentation to help someone with something. What do you mean by that exactly? Well, writing, I mean, in, in your everyday work, right? When you, uh, for example, you're in a company with more, uh, more than one developer. When you do something or when you figure something out, it, it's, it's nice to write a piece of documentation that will help somebody else in the future. Uh, if you are trying to figure something around the, the pipeline, the CICD, I don't know, you found you found an easy uh, way to do something, to just write something to help people out and then 
point them out to, to that documentation uh, because it, they you also sharing knowledge right they will learn you're helping them uh, and I think that that's quite nice and apart from that writing your personal blog post helping people with uh, something that you learn and just sharing it uh, with, with the rest of the community yeah I think that's a really great point like one thing I've started doing is not only like doing documentation but also doing a presentation along with it as a way to like first get that information out there and then the documentation is the more long-term way of helping. I, I really like that point. What, what are some, do you have any tips on getting started with documenting something at your company and finding it and communicating it clearly? Cause that's the, that might be the issue I always run into is like, I feel like I know what I want to say, but when I say it, nobody knows what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's always hard to put your, your words on, 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 on a paper or on a document, right? Uh, and write it so that everybody else understands it. But it's it's also helpful when you have new people join your company, so it's nice to have them read some things and not just wander wander around like breaking their head, like what what is this? What do I do with this? So just I think we have a confluence page in our company where um, people just uh, can go ahead and write a piece of documentation and share it. Uh, the, the only problem is that people actually have to read it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, one one thing is like nothing you write is in stone. Like most of them are wikis that you can edit in any spot. Like ask people for input. Take use one of your coffee chats and ask for input on your documentation. I think that's that's something. Like it's okay to make a few mistakes. It's just like at least at least start on it and get get some feedback. I think. Yeah, and by making mistakes, I mean we're learning that. You have to write bad code in order to write good code. <laughs> right. Or good English or bad English. Yeah, totally. Do you, have you worked on any open source projects? Uh, I wish I had more time to work on some more open source projects. But uh, I recently uh, added my contribution to um, the, what was the name of it? The Swift, Swift UI social that Adam Rush uh, started. Oh, cool. So he created... Yeah, he created an open source project for, for other people to contribute. And he the idea is that okay. uh, he created a project, uh, created a small piece of UI functionality, and then he, he passed the, the button to to other person. So you would just tag another person on Twitter to continue adding something. And the idea is, the idea is you have no idea what you're building, but every person is adding something to it. And it can, it can, yeah, it can be anything. So I just took that other a little piece of functionality and UI and just passed it to another person. And it, it's interesting to see uh, what will it become in the end. And it's also he started as a great way for people to actually get experience, like uh, you know, to to do uh, the actual like coding. So you can do pretty much anything, uh, submit a PR and then uh, pass the button to another person. That's a great idea. I hadn't heard of this. And one part of that experience is like working with other people. Like we all want to work on a little pet project in SwiftUI, but like integrating it with other folks, uh, that's a challenge all in and of itself. So one of the things you said was start start a blog. Have you did you start a blog recently? Or because you said you write for Ray Winderlich, right? Yes, correct. I do write for them, and I also uh, just a month month and a half ago. Uh, published my first uh, blog post on my personal website, which took me a while, while to build, but I built it using uh, using Publish. 
which is a third-party framework uh, that Johnson Bell created. And you can actually write your uh, website uh, in Swift. And uh, I, I actually hadn't yet to start my website in WordPress. I just couldn't. I didn't really like it. I don't know. It didn't really stick with me. So I went with publish and, you know, tinkering a little bit with it, uh, figuring things out. I find I had uh, a lot of fun with it. So I just went with it and uh, it's it's out there right now. So it's funny you mentioned that. I just migrated the Bright I migrated the Bright Digit website like three or four months ago from WordPress to publish. And I, I really had a great experience working with publish. It's fantastic. And I integrated a bunch of code to like pull my podcast episodes. So this episode here will be on the website as well. So yeah, and just working with that in Swift, my my fear was that I was going to like spend all this time tweaking and tweaking the site and not like working on the actual content. Uh, luckily, I'm putting out episodes, so that's not going to be so much of an issue because that's automatically pulled in. But yeah, it's I've had a really great experience with it. And then I used, I integrated like uh, some JavaScript stuff so there's a little bit of node for the front end, but not the, there is no back end. But I really enjoyed it and working in publish. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's it's a a little bit. I found it a little bit hard at first to understand what is going on. Um, but then yeah, then then you, then you do this, you do that, and then you figure things out. I still haven't figured a lot of functionality. Um, but it's, it's, I like learning and, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it was a lot of fun. What else did you want to talk about? I, I read, uh, I read a blog post this morning, uh, that, uh, that was titled Five Ways to Find Purpose. And, uh, the blog post is called Leadership Freak. Uh, it's, uh, it's very nice because, uh, the author, Dan Rockwell, gives like, um, 200 words uh, of, of a blog post uh, every every other day and it's very very fast uh, read like you read in a few minutes and uh, this one was was uh, very nice and kind of ties into writing blog posts and everything we do as IS developers it, it goes uh, so he says like you're fortunate if purpose interests you and uh, you have opportunity to consider things beyond food and shelter and uh, he says that uh, the person without uh, purpose is lost in the world of opportunity. And uh, it got me really thinking because purpose gives you meaning, uh, fulfillment, and belonging. And it justifies your place at the table, whatever you're doing in your life. And I fi- find this like, like last sentence very important because... Uh, we all we're all suffering from an imposter syndrome and like doing things and letting yourself out there. You're always thinking, what if somebody says this is horrible? Uh, what if they all laugh at me? Uh, I don't know. Giving your first conference talk, you're just so so afraid that everybody's going to say you you're horrible. <laughs> but that that doesn't really happen, especially because this community is also great. But when you have a purpose such as like teaching others or mentoring others, uh, you know, writing blog posts and sharing what you learn with others, giving uh, like uh, a small hack tips uh, on Twitter that I see people recently uh, uh, do. Um, it's uh, and he- just helping others um, and not doing it for yourself. You know, I want to be world famous uh, developer writer speaker and it's so i'm doing it all for me for for my own selfish reasons 
when you're actually doing to help each other, you feel great. And I've been asked by a lot of my colleagues, how do you have time to do all of these things? Speak at conferences, write uh, for your own blogs, uh, write for where I vendor with, like, and for that, that makes me like incredibly happy. It's just whenever I have 10, 15 minutes, I would pull out my laptop and, and do something. Uh, and I feel good because I don't know, I'm helping others. I think that that's like, um, it's, it's good to find your purpose. And also like, like purpose is um, not really what you, what you're doing, but who you want to be. Uh, so yeah, just uh, help others. I think that's, that's, uh, you'll feel great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Thank you, Daniela. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, where can people find you online, Daniela? Uh, people can find me on Twitter uh, mostly, so my DMs are open. So you can always message me, and then also I have my personal blog post. Uh, so go ahead and read <laughs> read my posts and tell me uh, anything that is uh, more than welcome. Thank you so much. We'll have links to that in the show notes below. People can find me on Twitter at Leo G. Dion. My company is Bright Digit. Please take some time to like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube and post a review on whatever podcast. There's so many podcast players now, I can't list them all. Next week, we'll be talking with Luis from NS Spain. So be sure to check that out. That will be awesome. And we'll be talking about NS Spain as well. Uh, one another great conference that's coming up pretty soon. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.